Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. Today I wanted to talk about emergency funds because it's been a while since I've talked about them and I think it's important to just kind of put it back to the front of our mind every once in a while and think about where we're at, um, you know, if we need to start an emergency fund or build on our emergency fund or replenish our emergency fund or whatever the case may be based on where we currently are at in our financial situation. So. If you're not familiar with having an emergency fund, it's really different than savings because I guess like I never really was taught about having like a separate emergency fund when I was younger. Um, you know, I, I we were kind of taught to kind of save money, but not specifically to have a an emergency fund. An emergency fund is different just from savings because you don't touch your emergency fund unless you specifically have an emergency that you need to use the money for. You wanna have this fund so that if something happens like a short-term job loss or a major reduction in your income or maybe you have a major medical bill for someone in your family or for one of your pets or maybe you have a major home repair that has to be done um, or you need to replace an appliance um, or have a major repair done to an appliance or a car repair or replacement. I mean, probably you're not going to fund a car purchase with your emergency fund, ideally, Um, but sometimes it does happen. I mean, sometimes a car might go unexpectedly and if you're in a situation where you don't have money to purchase another car, you definitely could potentially um, use your emergency fund for that. You could wind up using your emergency fund really for anything. It's really meant to be a safety net to cover things that we were not able to realistically plan for. And sometimes it does wind up covering things that you were realistically able to plan for. You just didn't have the funds available to put aside for those things. So ideally, it want, we want to use our emergency fund for these major, you know, unexpected expenses like I was just mentioning. But there's also no reason to feel bad if we wind up having to pull from our emergency fund for something that wasn't truly an emergency because sometimes things just happen and we don't have savings for certain things that maybe we we know could be coming but we just didn't have the resources to put aside for them so one thing that i found interesting is that i did a quick search on the internet and the first study that i found indicated that 26 percent of americans have no emergency fund at all 
I'm, I have no basis for knowing if that's accurate or not. Um, I mean, I literally just did an internet search. I was just curious, you know, like what would come up, but I kind of actually was surprised by that number. I feel like, um, there'd be more than 26% of Americans that don't have an emergency fund because if 26% don't have an emergency fund, that means like almost 75% of people have an emergency fund. And just kind of based on general conversations that I have with friends and family, it just seems to me like there's more people out there without an emergency fund than that study indicated. But again, like I said, I have no, that's just kind of like based on my general experience, I have no um, accurate information that I can prove, um, you know, how many people have an emergency fund or not. But I just think it's important to know because this is something really that we all should be thinking about because there really are so many people that don't have an emergency fund and many people that think they just don't have enough money to even think about having an emergency fund. I lived for many, many years without ever having an emergency fund. And um, once I saved up an emergency fund, I really honestly realized that I could have done it much sooner. I'm not saying that I could have saved it up to the level that I did, but there was definitely times where we probably went on more expensive vacations than we really could afford or, um, you know, maybe went out to dinner more than we could afford or things like that. Like there's definitely things that we could have still been enjoying our lives, but cut back a little bit, um, in order to save for an emergency fund. And I'm definitely not saying that that's everyone's situation. Cause I realize it's not, but when I realized that it didn't take a huge amount of effort to at least get an emergency fund started, um, I, I realized that I definitely could have done things a little bit differently. And I think it's important to talk about because often people don't think they have any money to put into an emergency fund. And sometimes if we look a little bit harder, we can usually do something to get something set aside. You can start small with an emergency fund and then just grow it over time as you have little bits of money. And you're never going to regret what you have in an emergency fund. If you have $300 in an emergency fund and you have an emergency, that's $300 that you have to put towards that. So even if it's a huge emergency, it's still extra money that's available now. So it's, it's important to try and put away as much as you can when you can so that when something does come up, you can at least have something to, to utilize to help you in whatever situation, you know, is happening. So often we try and think about like, well, how much should we have in, a, in, in an emergency fund? Now, usually if you're getting out of debt, you're going to want to probably still focus on putting the vast majority of any extra income you have towards your debt. But you, you probably also want to start some type of an emergency fund first, even if it's a small one. Um, before you continue paying down debt. Because what happens is if we don't have any emergency savings and we're paying down debt, eventually an emergency comes up or some unexpected expense, and then we wind up putting it back on a credit card because we don't have the money to cover it. So even though in the end, the amount of debt you have might wind up being the same because you're pulling from your emergency fund rather than just putting a little bit more back onto debt, meaning that you wouldn't have paid that down on your debt, if you know what I mean. Like you might end up in the same place debt-wise, but it's really just breaking that cycle of putting um, an emergency on a credit card when you might be able to use an emergency fund instead. 
So by putting a small amount of money in an emergency fund, if you're still working on getting out of debt, that will allow you to cover kind of like most of like smaller emergency types and then keep paying down your debt at the same time. And then once you're out of debt or whatever, you know, your situation is, um, you know, they usually say you should have about three to six months of expenses in your emergency fund. Now, that's a lot of money. Um, it's when you calculate out the amount that represents three to six months of expenses, it's probably going to be a pretty big number that you're going to think, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to save up that much money? So don't let that number overwhelm you. It's good to know your end goal, like what you would eventually like it to be. But don't let that overwhelm you. Pick a small amount to start with and then just keep adding to it as you can. Just set small goals because like I said, the more you have saved, the better off you're going to be. You're never going to regret even having small amounts in your emergency fund, even if you feel like you'll never be able to get to that, what some consider a full funded emergency fund balance. So the things too that you want to think about when you're trying to figure out how much you need in your emergency fund is um your feet like how do you feel like how do you feel about it like what is your kind of your mindset about money are you kind of a little more risky are you more conservative would you rather have a lot more would you rather kind of cut it a little close you want to make sure you feel comfortable with what you have in your emergency fund and if you feel comfortable that you want a whole year's worth of expenses even though three to six might be kind of what is usually recommended then make make a year be your goal. It's, it's really very important to make sure that you feel comfortable because you know, having that emergency fund will just give you peace of mind knowing that you're, you have a, something to fall back on if you have an emergency. So the number one thing to consider in when setting your ultimate goal is really to think about what would make you the most comfortable. And then of course there's things that you have to do that are number calculations probably, you know, you don't have to, you could just say, I want to have $5,000 in an emergency fund or $10,000 in an emergency fund. You could just set a random number and that's fine because it's still money that's set aside. But if you want to go through the calculations, um, you know, some of the things that you want to make sure you're thinking about are listing out like how much does it cost for your housing? Like what's your mortgage payment or your rent payment? How much do you pay for utilities each month? What are your insurance premiums? What do you pay for your cell phone? How much does it cost you for gas and car maintenance um, to purchase food? What do you have for minimum debt payments? Anything like that you wanna consider in how much money you would need to cover three to six months of your regular expenses. You also wanna think about not specifically number wise, but like how stable is your current job? Is it likely that you could experience like a job loss or a period of unemployment? How is health in your family? Does anyone have any major medical issues that might cause like large unexpected expenses to come? Not that they're unexpected, but maybe you, don't, you can't determine um, when or what those amounts might be. So you wanna consider that if you have those types of situations, then you might, might wanna um, go more towards a larger emergency fund balance to cover some of those higher risk areas that are in your life. As far as going back to the numbers on the types of expenses, you also, you know, you don't need to include things like cable TV, eating out, vacations, travel, entertainment as part of your regular expenses. Because if you're in a situation where you're living off of your emergency fund for a period of time, you can do things like cancel cable, stop eating out, 
not go on a vacation, things like that. So you don't really need to cover those types of expenses if you're determining how much, um, how many dollars you need to have in your emergency fund to cover a certain period um, of expenses as, as in terms of number of months. Now, of course, it would be great to include enough money to cover those non-essential expenses, but it's hard enough to save up your emergency fund just to cover the expenses, um, the, like the essential expenses. So if you get to the point where you have a fully funded emergency fund for however many months you determine makes the most sense for you, and it covers all of your basic expenses, and then you find yourself in a position where you can put more money in to cover those non-essentials if a situation was to come up, then of course, go ahead and do that. But you just want to start out with a realistic number of what you would truly need to live off of if you had to, and that and that could be a good starting point to figure out how much you might want to put in that emergency fund as your long-term goal. Again, you don't want to try and focus on that number because it can just really seem huge. So do small chunks, even maybe do like 500 dollar goals or a thousand dollar goals or something smaller that you can achieve in a reasonable amount of time and kind of keep notching it up as you're able to. Now in a perfect world, there's like I said before, there's some things that we really should be trying to save up for separately because we know they will be coming. They're not really emergencies, but sometimes we do wind up having to use emergency funds for these things. So you don't want to feel bad about pulling from your emergency fund if you really have to. Um, you know, say for, say for example, um, you know you have regular car maintenance coming up. Um, like things like oil changes, tire rotations, new tires and brakes. Well, you know, oil changes and tire rotations, they're not super expensive, but if you wind up needing new tires and brakes, that can be really expensive. So while we know they're coming and ideally we should have savings set aside for them or include them as part of our regular budget, you know, putting money aside for those things, sometimes it just doesn't happen. So if that's not the case and you have to pull from your emergency fund to get the brakes done on your car, you know, that's, that happens. So you don't want to make yourself feel bad because you pulled from your emergency fund for something that might not truly be considered an emergency. But at the same time, we can try and think, well, is there another way we could save up for those things if we're able to, in order to, um, you know, not have to pull from our emergency fund when things like that happen, you know, things like holiday expenses, that's not an emergency. We know it's coming. So we really should be able to try to save for it if we're able to, um, annual or semi-annual insurance bills, annual membership fees, those are all types of things that we can set up sinking funds for and save a little bit over time and try and get those into our budget and make sure we're putting money towards them instead of possibly spending the money on other things that we might not really be thinking about. Um, you know, just like eating out or getting random things, I don't know, random stuff at Target, <laughs> whatever. Um, thinking that maybe we have more money available to spend when if we really think about those other things we could be saving for, it might put us in a better situation to rely less on emergency funds. Now, of course, budgeting helps the situation because if you're not already budgeting your money, it might be a good idea to start. Even if you just start out with a very basic budget, it's still gonna help you in making sure you know where your money's going. And by knowing where your money's going, it'll it'll give you a true picture um, to let you know if you have money that you could be putting in an emergency fund or if maybe you find that you're spending more on, you know, like 
like I said, like eating out or just kind of random purchases that maybe you could cut back on so that you could start putting money into an emergency fund. The better handle we have on what our expenses are, um, you know, the, the easier it is to determine if we can put money into an emergency fund or if we cannot. But it's, it's, it's knowing that because often we think we have less money available than we do if we're not budgeting. When you really look to see what's coming in and what's going out, a lot of times we spend money on things that we don't really need because we just don't realize it because they add up so quickly. You know, $5 here, $10 there, $3 here, whatever, those things can add up and those could have been little amounts we could have put in an emergency fund if we were kind of paying a little bit more attention. And in some situations, your budget might have zero extra. You could be in a situation where you're, you know, you might need to be looking to um, get a higher income over time or whatever, but right now you just can't afford that. So when that is the case, then you want to make sure that whenever extra money does become available, that's where you kind of look to see what you can put in your emergency fund. You know, maybe you get um, a Christmas gift from someone in cash or a birthday gift, or, you know, maybe you get a small bonus at work or you get a tax refund you weren't expecting or whatever. Occasionally, um, hopefully you'll, you'll have some little situations where extra money becomes available. And instead of saying, you know, oh, let's go buy this new uh, TV or whatever, you know, maybe that's money that could go into your emergency fund. Now, of course, if you have other things like bills that need to be paid with that, then of course you're going to do that first. But I'm just saying when we, sometimes when we get those like little extra bits of money, we tend to just want to go out and spend it on, you know, random fun things. And maybe you do half and half, maybe say, okay, well, we're going to go out for a nice dinner because we got this bonus, but then I'm going to put the other half in, um, in an emergency fund or something like that. As far as the type of um, bank account you want to keep your emergency fund in, Um, You really want to have it in like a regular checking or savings account that you can access relatively easily. You don't want it invested in, um, you know, something that you could potentially lose money on um, if you have to use it. You want it to be something that you can get a hold of within a few days because it's there for emergencies and you want to be able to just get the money and not have to um, lose any money as a result of cashing it out or have to pay penalties or anything like that. So you just want it in like a regular checking or savings. Um, One good account option might be to put it in like a high yield savings account. You could do a search online for um, high yield savings accounts and you'll usually find some pretty good websites that compare them, showing you what their interest rates are, if they have minimum balances, um, what their, um, any fees are, things like that. Like we, I use, um, Capital One, I usually have found them to be like the best um, or one of the best uh, rates for like a high yield interest account with no minimums and no fees. So, you know, but just look around, see what you can find and um, just because then at least that way you're earning a little bit of interest on the money rather than just having it in a checking. But really the main point, it's not an investment. You know, it's nice to get that little bit of income, but that's not the goal. The goal is really to have it Um, somewhere that you can get to it easily. And as always, like I was kind of trying to say before, like don't discount putting small amounts into an emergency fund. If you're unable to put, you know, what you consider a significant amount into a new emergency fund or just adding to your emergency fund, don't let that stop you from making small contributions. 
you know, if you end up needing money to cover costs related to an emergency, you're going to be really glad you have some funds put aside, no matter how small they are. And small amounts can really add up over time. So you might be thinking that the amount you might have is just too little to even bother with to put in your emergency fund, but you're not going to feel that way when you remember that you have it. And often, even just by building the habit of saving those small amounts of money is going to make it more likely that you're going to put away larger amounts when they become available to you. Because when we're not kind of in um, the practice of saving money, we're usually likely to just kind of spend unexpected sums of money that we might end up with, and we don't really think about saving them. So if we're in the habit of saving when we're able to, we're going to be much more likely to consider saving rather than spending when we have the opportunity. So like everything, just those little steps at a time and those little bits always count. So that's it for today. I hope that if you don't have an emergency fund, maybe you consider consider starting a small one. And if you are in the process of building your, your emergency fund, I hope that maybe you um, have are motivated to maybe see if you can find a little bit extra just to kind of build it up a little bit more so that you're in a little bit better of a situation financially. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode and don't forget you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife and you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.